This is the Life Truth Network. Nathan Caldwell here. Before we get started, I just want to let you know what's going on. This is a crossover. Uh, it is episode 31 of Protectorate Productions Comedy Showcase, but it's episode 200 of Protectors of the Book. What are we doing special that makes it a crossover? These sketches are object lessons. Every one. Protectorate Productions Comedy Showcase. You will hear things from Classic Team Jadith Live, some new items, and I'm hoping to get some other podcasters on board by simply asking them if I could use some clips from their shows. Maybe even from shows long ago. Well, jump into the adventure with me because here we go. On October the 2nd, 2016, I was ordained to preach the gospel. The first minister to lay on hands was my father. He gave me two principles. Preach the truth and love your people. With those principles in mind, I'm Nathan Caldwell, and this is Protectors of the Book. James Kennison, over at NLCast.com. I need money Oh Jesus, I need cash I need to pay my electric bill So I can have hot baths I spend all my money On things I didn't need And if I keep repeating this You'll bless me hopefully Oh Jesus, please bless me financially Jesus, please bless me financially. 
I gave it to this guy on TV. And he sent a poor handkerchief and an envelope to me. I sent him my biggest bill and followed his commands. Well, I'm still broke, but at least I have this cough to dry my hands. Oh, Jesus, please bless me financially. I know there's bigger problems out there, but that's got nothing to do with me. It's just that dumb old devil, yeah, it's definitely his fault. He's to blame for making me spend my paycheck on long distance calls. Oh, Jesus, we can't wait and we can't wait. Oh, Jesus, please bless me financially. Oh, and Jesus, will you please answer the phone? If it's a question, wait, you please tell her I'm not home. I'm just trying to keep my head uh, I spend my paychecks at the boat. Listen to Fred Passmore and John Lawhon from SheepLaughsComedyShow.com. so thick you could stir with a stick in our friendly, peaceful town. When an evil whisper blew in like a wind that made a man in the moon to frown. It slithered in someone's back door and through the telephone lines. But when it reached the church house steps, a chill went down my spine. Look out for the monster tongue. It preys on the old and the young. It's set on the fire of hell. When it strikes, no one can tell. It could be right behind your back to launch a sudden sneak attack. Something wicked this way goes. Attack <coughs> of the monster tongue. Hello, Sally, Irma. Guess who I saw walking past the liquor lounge today? Pastor Bob. What do you suppose he was doing in that part of town? Hello, Clarence, Sally. Mind you, this is not gossip. It's a prayer request. Pray for our pastor. He's been seen coming out of the liquor lounge. Hello, Freud. Clarence. 
Our pastor was seen yesterday at the liquor lounge, sitting at a table with a strange woman. What about that? Uh, but don't repeat any of this. Hello, Tom? Frank, I'm not supposed to repeat any of this, so I'm only going to say it once. Our pastor is an alcoholic, and he's cheating on his wife. Look out for the monster, Tom. It preys on the old and the young. It's set on the fire of hell. When it strikes, no one can tell. It could be right behind your back to launch a sudden sneak attack. Something wicked this way goes on time. I'm glad you came over, Annie. More tea? Yes, thank you. Is it really true that Pastor Bob is a boozing, cocaine-addicting, wife-beating, communistic beeping Tom? Yes, and even worse, he's a liberal. Excuse me, dearie. Hello? Emma? Gertrude, have I got a juicy tidbit for you? Lay it on, my sister. You know that vicious rumor about Pastor Bob? It turns out that he was on that side of town visiting that new family that's been coming to church. But the best part is, he found out who started it, and he's going to confront them now as we speak. <coughs> really? You wouldn't happen to know who it is, would you? Well, I, I, I know, uh... Annie, don't answer that! Well, that tongue had a sharp and deadly edge, and it spread some vicious lies. But we used the two-edged sword of the spirit to cut it down to size. When it saw us filled with truth and love, its monstrous heart turned chicken. That day we used the word of God to give that tongue a licking. Look out for the monster tongue. It preys on the old and the young. It set on the fire of hell. When it strikes, no one can tell. It could be right behind your back to launch a sudden sneak attack. Something wicked this way comes. Attack of the monster tongue. Attack of the monster tongue. I'm Pastor Bob. It happened to me. It could happen to you. Is that your phone ringing? What you gonna do? someone else. The Bible says in Proverbs 18, 22, it says, Whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing, and obtaineth favor, uh, and obtaineth favor from of the Lord. You know, I, uh, I'm thankful that Nathan and I could do this, you know, and, and we might, I know that, you know, we don't have any here for kids that's probably going to be dating. I think you got a few years to go yet. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to talk about Shane, Sean, you know, and I was going to tell Sean, I said, Sean, I believe he's 17 years old, is that right? So he's got three more years before he can begin dating. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I want to ask the question, though, uh, what, is, what is the purpose of dating? You know, whenever I was getting ready to date, I didn't think much about it, but that's what I was thinking, I was wondering, but... What is the purpose of dating? Is it to have a good time? Is that the only thing? Is to have a good time? That shouldn't be the only reason for it. I know Donna, whenever I took her out, the first time I took my wife Donna out, she uh, uh, it was her birthday. It was in the last part of November, and we went to a place in Russellville called AQ Chicken. And uh, when we went there, uh, I probably had maybe $21, $22, somewhere in there. And I was concerned that she, this is a nice restaurant, and I... 
and I was concerned she might order too much and I wouldn't get much to eat. So I let her order first. And she ordered a chicken fried steak. And uh, I thought, I looked at the menu and I said, hey, I could, I, could, I could have two of those. So I ordered mine. I said, I want a chicken fried steak too and I want white meat. I did. I did say it. And Donna looked at me kind of funny and the waitress looked at my, me kind of funny and I said, you do have white meat, don't you? <laughs> and Donna said, that's steak. And I thought, well, boy, you know, I really done it this time. You know, she, she'll never go out with me again. And we got the food and I ordered steak. I ordered this chicken fried steak with fries. And, and uh, so I reached, when we got it, you know, I reached over for the salt shaker. And I thought, that's the biggest salt shaker I ever saw. And I started to pour salt on my, on my uh, French fries, and boy, it just poured all over it. And I tried to scrape all the salt off, you know, and I took my first bite of French fries, and it tasted like sugar. <laughs> Bless Donna's heart, though, she didn't think she had clothes good enough to wear on her date, so she borrowed some clothes from her friend. She was nervous, too. And she was trying to pour ketchup on her french fries. And when she beat the bottom of the ketchup deal, it got on the clothes. On the clothes. You know, we, we, it was real embarrassing back then. But we laugh about it now. It's a memorial occasion. You think sometimes that things that happen is a, is a tragedy, you know. And it's, but it's not the end of the world. And, and if your relationship with that person goes on, it's something that you will laugh about later on. In life. So what is the purpose of dating? Is it simply to have a good time? Uh, no, I don't believe it is. But I really believe that you are actually in search for your mate when you get married. That's the purpose of dating. Is to find the right person that you believe that you can live with for the rest of your life. That's the purpose. Well guys, we'll be right back after a word from someone else that we actually think you might enjoy other than us. What can I say about the Life Truth Network? Well, it's got almost everything. You've got audio drama. You've got Bible study. You've got sermons. You've even got behind the scenes. Life Truth Network is a partnership between Healthly Podcast Network and Protectorate Productions. And, and I got to say, to me, it feels like a next level partnership. So if you haven't checked out life-truth.com, what are you waiting for? I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe that he is the only way to heaven. This is no joke. That's why I'm part of the Christian Podcast Community over at ChristianPodcastCommunity.com. My comedy podcast isn't there. But Protectors of the Book, Quest for Truth, and Lion's Den Audiobook and Drama Podcast are all part through the Life Truth Network of the Christian Podcast Community. So check out all the great shows at ChristianPodcastCommunity.com and check out our work at Life-Truth.com. Well, I guess it's time for our next segment. 
I heard he got the job and they fired Rachel. No! Yep, and what's more, well, speak of the devil. I really wish you guys wouldn't talk about me behind my back. Gossip. It's the devil's game. Did you hear Paul quit and cursed out the boss? The devil, you say? Yes. Do tell. Gossip. It's the devil's game. Hey, you just took my lunch. So? Well, that's wrong. You can't do that. That's stealing. Hey, what's that noise? Uh, oh, wow. It's you politically correct, guy. Hello, children. Hi, politically correct, guy. Did I just overhear someone saying something wrong? Yeah, I did. He took my sandwich, and, and that's stealing. Jimmy, you can't say that. Why, that's politically incorrect. He procured it for his own because he was hungry. And it seemed fine to him at the time. That's what you should have said. Really? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Remember, never stand up for what you believe in. Why? That could cause an argument, or hurt someone's feelings, or, or worse, cause a riot. Oh, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. Thankfully, no one was hurt this time. But remember, kids, never stand up for what you believe in. Always walk on eggshells. Until next time, up, up, and away from all responsibility! My poor pet slug. He just looks so sickly. I know what you can do with that, Mike. You do? Yeah, Mike. All you gotta do is just put a little salt on him, he'll be right as rain. Really? Yeah, just a little salt. That's all you need. Alright, I'll try it. Oh no! My, my slug is dying! <laughs> I've done it again! I fooled you with my accent! And then I told you a bad, bad, not true thing, and you are doomed to misery. <laughs> you are a very cruel man. <laughs> it's politically correct, guy. Son, did you just call him a cruel man? Yeah, he made me kill my slug. It's mean and cruel to call people mean and cruel. You should never do that. But no, never. Never do that. But didn't you just call me mean and cruel? Well, uh, oh, oh no. Reason. 
What's wrong, politically correct guy? It's my my one weakness. Reason. Well, it's another Saturday, and I finally have my voice back. So let's go over to Gerald Fuel and hear what he has to say over at Facebook.com slash Brother J Comedy Compassion Outreach. But you don't have to go there because we brought some of his stuff right here. Hey everybody, Buck Otis here, and I just want to talk to y'all for a second about Southern expressions and how to use them. Now some of y'all, you don't know what you're doing when you're trying to use Southern expressions. In fact, you're kind of making a a silly spectacle of yourself, and so I feel like I need to give y'all some education, and it's going to be free. ain't going to cost y'all a wooden nickel about a list of expressions from the South and how y'all need to be using them, how you need to say them. And this is coming from a website called matadornetwork.com. Now, number one, when you are saying you guys, you're basically saying y'all. Now, I ain't never stooped to a level to say you guys or youings. I've heard people say youings, but it's y'all. Y-A-L-L, okay? Those are the four letters. It's a lot easier. Use a lot less ink, too, when you're writing it down. It's environmentally friendly, all right? So uh, not you guys, as y'all. Number two, it ain't broken. You know what it is? It's tore slap up. So if you hear me say tore slap up, that means it's broken, all right? Number three, it's not territory. It is stomping ground. Now, if you want me to tell you about where I was raised at and where I'm from, I'm going to tell you where my stomping ground is. That is my territory. So that's easy enough. Uh, the next one, number four, you don't say I'm sorry. You say bless your heart. Uh, that's the way we do it here in the South is we say bless your heart. We ain't going to say I'm sorry. We ain't going to say bless your heart. That's a lot more heartfelt anyway and it means more it's more romantic in my book number five treated unfairly and that just simply is you got the short end of the stick so if someone's got the short end of the stick they was treated wrong they was treated unfairly don't give someone the short end of the stick it ain't right number six aren't anxious now quit using fancy words like that when you could simply say like a cat on a hot tin roof so if you're like a cat on a hot tin roof that means you are flat out you concerned i mean you just can't stand still uh when you got some that anxious going on in you i mean you're like a cat on a hot tin roof so uh you be sure you understand what people mean by that uh, the next one is number seven take themselves too seriously and we in the south like to say too big for their britches so if I look at you and I say, well, son, you look like you're getting a little too big for your britches, I ain't talking about the fact you need to leave them buffets alone. It's because you are taking yourself way too serious. I don't do that. You give yourself away. People are going to look at you and talk about you, and they ain't going to be on the good side. So uh, don't be taking yourself too seriously. You don't get too big for your britches, all right? Number eight, about to do. No, 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 no. It is fixing to. 
Now, you can't tell me you ain't heard someone say fixin' to and not understand what they're saying. Especially if you've been in the military, uh, you hear people say that. I used to get weird looks when I'd say I was going to fixin' to do something. And people look at me and I say, look, let me tell y'all how this is done. And so when you're about to do something, you're actually fixing to do something. Uh, number nine, don't suppose you reckon, R-E-C-K-O-N. Now, that's a good word for you to know about. When you go reckon, you don't suppose. That's right, you reckon. And last but not least, and boy, people get this all messed up, and it upsets me to no end. Number ten, dinner. No, it's not dinner, it's supper. When you say, I'm going to eat dinner, it means you're trying to be a little bit too much of yourself. All right? It is supper. There is a disrespect that don't need to be applied. Call it supper, not dinner. You ain't no smarter just because you say dinner. It is supper. And we're just going to end on that, or I'm going to take the whole show up with that one. But it says here in Psalms chapter 119, verse 130, the teaching of your word gives light so even the simple can understand. Hey, that is a good verse for me if even the simple can understand. But the teaching of your word, what the Lord is talking about is not that uh, awesome fancy language we use in the South. That's talking about his holy word. The Bible will just teach you good stuff. I mean, it'll give you light. In the darkest of days and the darkest of hours, let me tell you what, you need to understand that Bible. The Bible, you know, that good book, let me tell you, it is going to help you, and it says right at the end of it, the simple can understand. So when you're not understanding much in life, you need to understand this. When you can go to the good book, God's holy word, that is the Bible, let me tell you, it's going to give you exactly what you need because it's going to light your path up. It's going to guide you right. And let me tell you what, you're going to be thanking the good Lord above that, hey, he gave you some good sense enough to make it to another day. Not because you ain't doing anything, but it's because you're trusting in the Lord. And that's where being smart really begins. Well, that's it for this time. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed making it. See you soon. Have a good day. And remember, laughter is a really good medicine.